Happy Thursday, Rev. Today we're talking about serotonin hacks. I just want to remind you that as we come up near the end of the month and we are looking at May, which is capacity, if the Rev is serving you, feel free to share the Rev. Um, you can share it with your friends, your family, anyone that you think would benefit. All right, let's get into the hacks. Happy Thursday, Rev. All right, so we talked about cortisol and what cortisol does, right? And how it inhibits our production of serotonin and dopamine. So today we're going to talk about serotonin. How do we boost our serotonin when perhaps we're in deep stress or, you know, cortisol hell, we're dealing with trauma, right? So the little bit of science behind it is that serotonin is a neurotransmitter. It's a happy chemical, right? So we have chemical messengers in our body um, that go through our bloodstream and set off mood um, enhancing or regulating chemicals. So serotonin helps with calming you. It helps with getting good sleep. It helps with your digestion, learning, memory, um, but really just this overall feeling of like positive behavior that makes you want to be out in the world. That doesn't mean like if you're an extrovert, you have more serotonin. Um, it's just that people with serotonin don't tend to isolate. Um, it is known as a pro-social chemical. So things that happen when that cortisol is taking over and we have low serotonin, right? We feel anxious, we feel depressed, we feel irritable, aggressive, um, insomnia is coming up, we feel fatigued, we might make impulsive, you know, decisions that we don't like, whether that's with eating or our judgment or um, lashing out with our mood, we can have um, a decreased appetite where you're like, did I eat today? Um, which is so huge for people because while this month was not about weight, we did discuss it. And when you have increased cortisol that's sending off protection signals and you have low serotonin where you're not eating, that is where we keep weight on. Um, when you have low serotonin rates, it is really easy to have digestive issues. So whether that's um, IBD-like symptoms, constipation, irregularity, belly cramps, things like that. Um, and also the interesting thing is people with low serotonin tend to crave sweet food and carbohydrate-rich food, okay? So how do we hack it, right? That's what we want to know. Um, well, let's, uh, let's start with food, right? So we can't directly get our serotonin from food, but we can get, and we talked about this in the cortisol, um, podcast is, uh, and I, I always struggle with saying it correctly. Um, tryptophan. There we go. I got to break it up. Tryptophan. Um, it's happy amino acid. It's converted to serotonin in your brain, um, but it's found in high protein foods like turkey and salmon. So I think that everyone has probably heard this word before because we tend to talk about it at Thanksgiving time when people go into a turkey coma, right? 
you eat turkey, you feel really happy, really warm, and really safe, and then you go to sleep. (laughs) It is because of the tryptophan that is in turkey. I think rest less regularly, we associate it with salmon, but it is in salmon as well. So uh, you can look for, you know, foods that contain tryptophan rich um, nutrients. Like I said, you can't necessarily hold on real quick. You guys, I apologize. I'm actually going to pause this podcast. All right. I apologize about that. You guys, um, Titan was in here and he was heavily snoring. And if I'm just kind of, you know, shooting the breeze with you all, I can a lot of times put up with that distraction of him snoring. But when I have to be so focused on what we're talking about, I cannot. So I paused our podcast. So if you heard a little glitch, that's what it was. And now we're back. Okay. So let's continue that tryptophan rich food. Um, why we cannot get, and I, I want to make sure that I, I am making that clear that, um, it's not just eating tryptophan rich food. Um, that will all of a sudden raise your serotonin. Um, But really what it is, is that tryptophan rich food is higher in amino acids. Um, And so those amino acids cross over brain barriers that go into your bloodstream and help carry um, the tryptophan, which releases that sense of happiness. So, while you can't get serotonin from food, you can definitely hack your diet in a way that helps you feel happier uh, versus feel sludgier, right? So doing things like, and this is all dependent on um, your personal nutrition, right? Um, These are just some tryptophan rich foods that I'm going to give you some examples of, um, whole wheat bread, turkey, um, some cheeses, oatmeals, um, nuts are really good for it. Salmon. Um, like if you make a meal of salmon and brown rice, that would be really good. Um, plums, pineapples, pretzel sticks, peanut butter. It's even in a glass of milk. So, I mean, there are a lot out there. That's like a handful. Like if you wanted to replace your, you know, snack of, um, Oreo cookies with something that would make you feel a little bit better, you know, maybe do some pineapple or do a handful of nuts or do, um, a little, turkey sandwich on whole wheat bread. Like that would be a better choice chemically. And I want to make sure that I am being very clear that we are talking about chemical based and not anybody's specific nutrition or what I believe nutrition should look like. This is just based on science. Um, so the second way that we can hack serotonin is by moving our body. And again, you can move mindfully many different ways. Um, but exercising does 
release tryptophan into your blood. It also, um, I always think of the Elwoods in, um, oh my gosh, Legally Blonde, where she's like, exercises releases endorphins. Endorphin, uh, or endorphins make you happy. Happy people don't kill their husbands. And that is all true. So anytime that you are moving your body in a way that makes you happy, and I need to repeat that, you are moving your body in a way that makes you happy. If you get on the treadmill for 35 minutes and you are miserable and your body is in pain, that is not releasing endorphins. Okay. (laughs) You're better off, you know, um, having sexy time with a partner or self sexy time or sitting outside in the sunshine than exercising in a capacity that makes you unhappy. Um, so any sort of like heart healthy, um, exercise that seems to have the most effect. So swimming, bicycling, walking, jogging, hiking, all the things that get our heart pumping, not racing, but pumping. Um, those are great ways to get your heart rate up a little bit, which then triggers the release of tryptophan and those amino acids and endorphins into your bloodstream. Here is, okay, so chemical hack number three. Um, and we also talked about this a little bit in the cortisol one is that bright light when you go outside in the morning. So your first 10, 15 minutes of the day, whether you are rolling up those blinds in your bedroom and the rest of the house, or whether you're sitting outside in the sun for 10 to 15 minutes, doing it at the beginning of the day is really, really great for your internal chemicals, right? All those neuroreceptors are like, yes, this is what we want. You know, it could be brisk outside and be cold, but what you're looking for is that stimulating light. Um, because we know that serotonin tends to be lower in the winter, higher in the summer. Um, but you know, that low serotonin that a lot of people find in the winter is linked to seasonal depression. Um, you know, we see this in cities like Seattle where it rains a lot and Seattle has a very high level of depression. So when you can get sun, you know, just spending, honestly, whether it's in the morning, however you can get it, 10 to 15 minutes outside every single day. That absorption of bright light does wonders for your chemicals. Um, you know, and maybe you couple it with a walk. You, you know, you take your physical activity outside and you go and take a 10, 15 minute walk and boom, serotonin boosted. Um, now if you do live in a rainy climate, there are things called light therapy boxes. Okay. You can buy them on Amazon or Wayfair, um, whatever your, your, you know, big box online shopping thing is, but it's called a light therapy box and it will recreate that, um, that bright light for you. You should be really careful 
about light therapy boxes if you have a high risk for skin cancer. So um, if you do live in a rainy climate, I would reach out to your personal medical team, whoever that is, and ask them about them if you are needing to get your serotonin up. Okay, chemical hack number four. Now, here's something we didn't talk about with um, cortisol, but we can introduce supplements into our lifestyle, okay? Um, Sometimes we need a little bit of a jumpstart, right? Sometimes we need a little kick in the pants to get serotonin going because it's been low for so long, right? Um, So this is where you would check in with your healthcare provider, um, you know, just tell them that you've had, you know, really low mood, that you've been high stress, and see if there is anything that they think is appropriate. Now, a lot of times those are things like tryptophan supplements, um, Sam E supplements, which is this very, very long, um, technical term, but it does help increase serotonin and improve depression symptoms. Um, it's just that you can't take that with any other supplements or any other medication that increase serotonin. So again, check with your medical providers. Um, 5-HTP is another one. St. John's wort is another one. Um, Probiotics, not prebiotics, but probiotics, having probiotics in your diet to help that um, gut get going. So with the supplements, I would say you always want to do your research for yourself, reach out to your medical team, make the choices and decisions that are best for you. Um, because some of these in conjunction with other prescriptions, um, you know, or especially anything that's antidepressant, you really want to make sure that if you are taking multiple medications at a time that they work well with each other. So chemical hack number five for serotonin, this one, y'all are going to love. This one's my favorite. And, uh, I try to do it at least twice a month, which is massage. (laughs) Um, I have finally been back going to massages with one person. Um, she is fully vaccinated and we take all the precautions in her studio, Um, but massage therapy actually increases serotonin and dopamine because it is increasing your mood receptors. This is specifically important if one of your love languages is physical touch. We often think that love languages are like held or linked to like romantic relationships, but they're not like having one of your friends, you know, sit down and brush your hair or, um, massage your shoulders or going and having a massage, right? All of those help increase serotonin and dopamine, which is rad. Um, but the really cool thing about massage is that it's a twofer. So not only does it increase serotonin and dopamine, but it decreases cortisol. Okay. So with just, you know, 20 minutes of massage from a partner twice a week. Um, this was, a oh, I don't remember which university did this study. Um, but it was 
that women women who received 20 minutes of massage therapy from a partner twice a week said they felt less anxious and depressed and they had higher serotonin levels after 16 weeks. So that was specifically with a partner. It doesn't need to be, you know, with a partner. You can, you know, have your friend. You guys can trade massages or um, I specifically go and get massages done. And my overall mentation coming out of COVID and introducing those massages have been so good. Not to mention, massage is great for your lymphatic system. Like, get those toxins out. Bye-bye. All right. And sixth and final chemical hack for serotonin, okay, is that we really have to think about, this is the Peter Pan, okay? We really have to think about our happy thoughts. This is a chemical hack called mood induction, which um, is lovingly referred to as the Peter Pan hack inside of the therapy industry, where we just ask you to think happy thoughts. And I know it sounds so silly sometimes, like, what? What? Really? Happy thoughts? Okay, Heather. But truly, if you sit down right in a in a meditative space for even five minutes and you visualize a happy moment from your memory or you think about a positive experience that you had with you know loved ones or friends or you take time to look at photos of things that make you happy um you know i would encourage people to try to do this off of any sort of screen if possible but i will tell you and, and I've said this in other videos, I am all for like going and watching your kitten videos or whatever videos it is that makes you laugh and be really, really happy because that in itself is releasing serotonin. And you're doing that just by understanding what makes you happy and seeking it. So those are your serotonin hacks. Um, snooze and snore free from Mr. Titan so that I could actually focus. Um, it is a lot to, to talk about. And when you just got a big old bully dog snoring, it is tough. Oh, pardon me. Okay. So tomorrow we're going to talk about dopamine. We're rounding the month out with dopamine. Don't forget, um, I did a video in our Facebook group about pod chats. Where do we want to have pod chats? Do we want to do those once a month? once a day? Do we want to come on and talk about the podcast every day? This is a question for you guys to answer. Um, as we go into next month, we're going to be talking about capacity, not only your capacity, but my capacity and really honoring where we're all at. So if everyone's like, Hey girl, you know, we're probably not going to pop on every single day to rehash pod chats. Cool. Let's do it two to three times a week, or maybe we do it once a week. But um, let me know. Let me know what you like, what you're seeing. And I'm excited to get into May with capacity and finish this month rounding out uh, talking about dopamine hacks tomorrow. All right. See you later, guys. Bye.